All right, we're going. We got two minutes and thirteen seconds of nothing. Of nothing. All right, let's uh, let's let's roll up some okay, tunes. Got, let's do a show. Oh, there's our music. It's time again, Rich. All right, it is for the Skimate Podcast with Rich and Terrence. Yes, <laughs> people of the reef. Today on Skimate, we're going to talk about losing a hundred gallons out of your sump, about uh, people giving away their corals, and about dead pics of fish on social media. Sounds good to me, Rich. Let's do it. Right, that was like a professionally kind of thing. It was. We're getting better. Uh, I love how I'm happy that that went well, and I'm saying a professionally kind of thing <laughs> about it. How you doing, Terrence? I'm doing great. Right. Another uh, great podcast coming up, I hope. Yeah, wow. Well, it's always good to count your chickens before they're hatched. <laughs> uh, and we're at my house. We didn't talk about that. I guess oh. no one cares anymore. But yeah, we're at my house. That's true. We didn't yeah. say that. We didn't say that uh, the last that podcast last we were at your house, too. That was a long time ago. I think that was clear because I ran into the other room and got a box of frozen oh, food that's right. to show <laughs> that's you. That's right. So it did become clear at one point. But your tank is looking it good. It did. Thank and you. I, and uh, I keep looking at the Femininus Rass and going, I need to get one of those. So Kevin Cohen, if you're out there, start putting one aside for me because I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to take the plunge. <laughs> Kevin Cohen <laughs> of Live Aquaria Divers Den, <laughs> a sponsor. Future sponsor. Future sponsor. Yeah, so we don't get sued. <laughs> future sponsor. What are they going to get? They win, like, this computer. Um, future sponsor of the Skimmate Podcast with Rich and Terrence. It's so good. It's delicious. It's delicious. Okay. So everything's good. Everything's are good? Everything is good. Are we going to pretend like there was a week in between the show we just did and this week? Or... You're wearing the same clothes? No. You changed shirts? You didn't even notice. <laughs> You're so vain. I love it. When when you were in the water closet, and I do mean the water closet yeah, in your house. Behind my <laughs> tank. <laughs> it is behind your tank. I uh, I had another shirt in there, and Nancy tossed it to me. And That's I, really, I threw on a shirt. really, really, really funny. What uh, What is going on uh, with your tank? You lost 100 gallons out of your sump while you were out of town? Um, no, sadly, I was actually in town. You were in town? <laughs> <laughs> so, and, still and even more sad, it happened over the weekend. It wasn't like I was busy during the week and didn't have time for it. <laughs> so Wait, the, wait. We have wait, to be embarrassed. You, you pitched this like, you know, you had to get somebody to do I did. So, so, uh, so if that's you were how bad home, it got. But somebody else had to do it for you? Well, if you'll hold on a second, I'll explain it to you. That's what I'd this podcast is for. I'd rather make up the story <laughs> that you were like, you were like, uh, you were, you had a bender the night before and you <laughs> fell down the hill behind your house and you no. were laying there in your, in your grubbies <laughs> and you got a text on your phone and then you were like, Nancy, put water in my tank. <laughs> of all things. And then you went back to sleep. No, that did not happen. In the sun, so like half your face is sunburned. <laughs> We've all been there. Okay. Rich, man, you catch me off guard with those stories. I try. Uh, oh, I my try. gosh, you're good at it. I Any, try. Anyway, I love that word. Anyway, drinking game. Y yes. Yeah, it so, early. Uh, hyper juice, huh? Um, so, <laughs> so the tank I have has a sump that's a little over about, uh, it's about 200 gallons, right? Maybe there's 180 gallons of water in there generally. And uh, I usually don't use a filter sock, but yeah. occasionally, um, for instance, when I'm clearing algae out of the tank and stuff, it, I, I want to catch when, it. When you want to export something, correct. you put a sock in. Correct. Rather than just letting it become a crusty mess. Now, my, uh, my, All the time. my uh, drain comes in right near the corner of the sump. And the it's drain two inch from drain. the tank. Yeah. Okay. It comes down with massive force. Massive force. Coming from Massive Force. That's <laughs> that's our band name. That is a good band name. Ladies An 80s band name. Massive Force. <laughs> yes. 
and they're single. And on, Skim made. And on the center pole, <laughs> on the center <laughs> pole of Master's Point. Um, but but uh, so the the water comes in, comes crashing in, and when I have a filter sock there, it comes crashing into the filter sock. Yeah. But filter socks get dirty, and when they get dirty, they overflow. And when they overflow in the corner of your big trough of a sump, it overlaps a little bit. When they have great massive force coming into it, <laughs> Mass- you're basically doing a hose into a cup. Yes, and it overflows. Which is hilarious. And it, and it goes over the edge of your sump a little bit at a time, not all at once, just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But then when this, like yours, is under the house, in if you're like me, even though I have cameras... I don't look at them often enough because it's out of sight, out of mind, and my aquarium runs so awesome. All of a sudden, I look, I look at my phone like I do every once in a while. Look at the the uh, the dashboard, and I'm like, wow, there's some things out of whack on here a <laughs> lot. <laughs> so a lot of things are crazy. So, uh, so I had a when I was in Tonga, something like mm-hmm. that happened, right? So I, the funny thing is, I cleaned up under here a little bit today under the tank, and there's like three or four level sensors that I just haven't installed yet. Oh my god. So one in the sump just for this problem. Yeah, well the that would have been super helpful. Yeah. Um and, and definitely the uh also not being c- drunk down the hill when the this all happened. Yes, I'm definitely the cobbler whose children have no shoes <laughs> when it comes to all of the control and monitoring and, and whatnot. There's way more things I should be doing on my tank that I don't do. So wait. So you looked at your phone and you went, oh, geez, a so lot has come. Uh, things, are, things are, everything's bad. ORP, yeah. Okay, yeah, because we, we, I want to. Skimmer was off, obviously, because it was, it was sucking air and it shut itself down, okay? Okay. So, because the DC skimmer, and so that, that was fine as far as it didn't hurt the skimmer, but now my pH is going to go out of whack in the tank, and the salinity was out of whack. So where where were you when you checked at, your phone? At my office. At so your office on so the weekend. I just no. This so this was a Monday. Okay. Okay. So oh, I keep thinking like today's Saturday. <laughs> it's really not. So this is so yeah. So it's a Monday morning, right? I go to work. I get to work. I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh no, what's going on? Then I open up the the camera, and I look and. I can't really see any water <laughs> in the sump. <laughs> Which is why and, and cameras in your and, and sump space are really if you helpful. Check them, if you check them, I probably would have seen this when it was halfway down or I paid attention to my numbers the day before or I didn't uh, ignore a couple of alerts that I had. I mean, there's pl- plenty of things sure, right? that I the, did. The biggest single point of failure in any system is you, you Terrence. Yeah, yeah, Just it's, you. It's, it's you. Okay. Every, even in my system, it's you. <laughs> hey, I helped save your system. You sure did. Okay. But it's also your fault. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm faced with, I, I don't live a long ways. I, I mean, I probably would complain too much to a lot of people who really commute. But it's No, I, I was going to ask you. Uh, so, so then you called Nancy? Yes. Okay, you didn't drive home 10 minutes? Uh, it's 18. <laughs> oh, it's 18 minutes? <laughs> so Nancy is I'm a like, saint. So like uh, I'm like I call I, I call my wife who is a saint, um and she's like I'm on my way to get my my toenails done, and I'm like uh and you still wouldn't drive uh, home ten minutes <laughs> no I'm like are you, can you change <laughs> the appointment because <laughs> I got some really busy Facebooking to do here I at the office I don't know this is what this is the point at which it goes because because I don't know this probably doesn't happen to you because you've got you know this uh, probably a completely different marriage different way of things but for me. <laughs> It's no, I'm married to Nancy too. <laughs> a different kind. It's a different. It's a different marriage. So when you go to the tank, the tank's looking great. This is our tank, right? 
okay? Uh, is that what? Yeah. You know, but if I go into the tank, it's looking great. I say, oh, my tank is looking awesome. Oh, no, that's our tank, right? So this is one of those moments where, oh, this is our tank, honey. Uh, <laughs> you said that? And she's like, no. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's your tank. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. She's like, okay, I'll do that. She is a saint. She goes home. And I've got a separate vat for salt water, of course. And it holds uh, about 100 gallons. I think uh, maybe 10 or 20 was out of it. But I, didn't, I hadn't checked the salinity in it yet. So I'm like, okay, grab that blue and white thing that's, you know, <laughs> the, the Hannah checker, salinity checker. Yeah. And I grab that thing, uh, go take it down there, uh, push the button on it, dip it in the tank, and tell me what the number is, right? She's like, uh, it's like 30. I'm like, I don't even care what the number is, right? I just want to match them, right? Because uh, it's off. If it's, it comes out of calibration, the Hannah does. Anyway, okay, now go over to that, that jug. Oh, step I see, I see, I see. It's it's up now because I'm... You're just looking to see you that You see mine down below, right? So they're Yeah, you're just looking to see the two things read close enough. You, the, yes. What the number actually is doesn't matter. Does not matter. I understand. Right? Um, and so, because I know the number that it was at wasn't too far off from what like, normal is in the tank, right, uh, on, on the apex. So I said, okay, now you got to go stand up on that bucket and stand up on top of the, the little wall there and reach over into the thing and dip it in there and tell me what the number is. And she's like, uh, it says 27. I'm like, oh, okay. So now you see all those blue boxes there? I need you to break open one of those blue boxes. Oh, and there's Louise. a bag in there. So take half of that bag and just <laughs> dump it in. <laughs> Into the mixing. Yeah. And bag. she's like, well, what about the, the what about the filter stock? What about the? I'm like, easy, easy. Don't worry about that right now. Okay. Everything's fine over there. It's not gonna get that much worse. And luckily it's under the house, just like you in the crawl space, yeah. right? So that's I don't know where the hundred gallons <laughs> went to, but it's definitely not on the floor anymore. Do you have any idea how I mean, no, continue. Please go on. Yes. <laughs> So now I'm like, okay, you dumped it in. Yeah, I dumped it in. Okay. And then the water's moving inside. Yeah, it means the pump's still running. Okay, good. Everything's good. Go over now. Now you can change out the filter sock. Okay, now you don't need to change it out. Take it off. She's like, I can't untie it. And she's like, I got to cut the string. I'm like, it's okay. You can cut the string. <laughs> cut the string. Because it's under all that tension, right? From all, uh, the, yeah. all the water, you know, massive force. The massive force <laughs> going into the cup. Yes. And so into she, your sock. She did Fill that. your sock with massive she force. She did that like a hero, and then the t tube was already hooked up to the to the water tank. I'm like, okay, stick that in, put it underneath that other pipe so it doesn't fly out. And and you know, she just like a like a trooper. I'm like, oh no, now it's gonna now we're gonna have a problem because I've got a ball valve on the bottom, and it, she, her hand's not gonna be strong enough to turn that ball. Oh my god! I'm like, what am I gonna she do? She has weak hands. Yes. <laughs> I had no idea. I have big hands. She has weak hands. So, so for a saint, I think a saint would have <laughs> stronger hands. Yes. So I'm like, okay, get the crescent wrench because you can like stick that on the tab. Did you Did you ask her to try the valve? Yeah, she did. She's oh, like, okay. oh, I can't turn it. She couldn't turn it. Okay. Two hands, I can't turn it. So goes over to the, goes over, gets the crescent wrench. I have to explain what a crescent wrench is. You know, God love her. You know, it's the thing with the screwy little thing on it. You know, and a hole on the other side. Good, got that. Goes over and what a trooper sticks it on the tab. Opens the valve up. Water's coming out. How much? Okay, just let the whole thing go in. You know, it's yeah. just awesome. Just That's the fantastic. whole thing was awesome, and the tank didn't even skip a beat. Okay, you know? good. Just good. didn't even skip a beat. It's that's the beauty of having that much water for any. Well, yeah. Can I make uh, two suggestions? Yes. Um, <laughs> There's plenty to make. Because <laughs> <laughs> when that happens at my house, I flip an outlet and then I watch the tank fill up on the camera, and then I turn it off. <laughs> he just gave me the finger. Yeah. Wow. It's really uncalled for. I, uh, you have more space than I, I do under the house. I tell everybody else this is what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, you're 
Oh, I, mean, I see. You're saying you just haven't done that. I have not done those okay. things. All right. And uh, you are smart enough to know you and should. And kind of a negative plug out there because he's supposed to help me not this weekend, but the following weekend. So maybe he won't after this, but I got to razz him. <laughs> Brian Lincoln from, t- from Tenji's been yeah. supposed to be coming out forever to help me with my tank. And now my tank is getting um, cold again. It's that time of year. Yeah. And the electric bill is just spinning again. And I have a heat exchanger and an automatic valve to put it on my loop. I have a hot water yep. loop in the house already. And so he's going to come out in a week and a half. Install and that. Install that. And maybe he'll help me get some other things going. Yeah. Well, you need a... Did you... I haven't even shown you. You know I have 500 gallons yeah. of salt water to the side and 200 under. You brag that the truck comes and pulls up front <laughs> and pulls the big hose out. And you never yeah. have to mix salt water. It's great. It's good to be rich. It's great. But you could... Did you, did you see that? Yeah, you, s- you used my name to mean two different things. Yes. <laughs> wow. You under that under your house, you have a huge space. I don't know why you don't just have at least a two hundred gallon mixing vat because then all you do is fill it up with water and then you just put a whole box or a whole bucket into it. You don't have to do. I any wanted math, to, anything. but I couldn't get it through the door, and I didn't want to like cut oh, open a bigger door. To you get could just then link them together. That is true. I get another one. Okay, Brian Lincoln Tenji, link them together. Potential sponsor. No, Brian Lincoln, link them. Oh, I was going with the sponsor of the oh. Skimmy <laughs> Podcast is 10G Aquarium Design Company. I like it. Potential sponsor. Potential. 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 Also McDonald's. <laughs> well, <laughs> Why not just get more money? <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's going to have more money than Mark has, right? <laughs> so many McDonald's. Can you imagine them hearing this and like, giving us so a ring? That let's would be, uh, <laughs> that'd be great. Should be McDonald's. We should pick a, a, a some kind of uh, iconic. C- or come up with a fish jingle for McDonald's. Fillet a fish, <laughs> put it in your pants. Fillet a fish, it's for the ants. Uh, yeah, okay. okay. I don't think they'll buy that one. No. All right. That's a good. What's up with you? Dead end. What's up in your tanks? Hit? Yeah, I know. Uh, what's happening with my tanks? Uh, things are actually going well. Um, okay. Which is great. So I'm actually getting to other things that uh, that don't get gotten to as much as they should. Okay. Oh, uh, so today, just today, I have uh, some of Harry uh, Singer's. Right. Harry Singer. Potential sponsor of this thing because we need a dollar from Harry. Um, Harry makes these very cool uh, breakout box switches that have switches on them already. And and I've loved them since I've seen them. Plug and go. Plug and go. And um, I had one that had one toggle switch and four buttons on it. Uh And I switched it out for one that has two toggle switches and four buttons on it. Does it have like the launch code lifter thing? I think that's the funniest. Yes, it's got got the the toggle protector. Right. uh, Which is needed actually it's a really important thing so you don't bump and it. he hates to make these so everyone um should ask him for one with two toggles because okay. it's really easy to solder oh uh it's not easy at all to no. solder. he hates it but um i like it very much so i finally installed it turns out they're so awesome that uh they just it just took over the functions of the old one so i didn't even have to well, change anything it's great of course it does well okay I, you could just say, yeah, that is awesome. You okay. don't have to look at me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I did. You don't I? have to. You I totally did. did. You totally like made shamed me. You just information shamed I, me. I, I was just going through my head like, well, why wouldn't that wow. just work? Well, what happens when you put a second one on? How does it know the difference? S- we can't put a second one onto the same six-port, you know, uh, oh, that's connection. true. It went to the. I just put it into the same connection. Yes. And another connection would show up as another six. set of switches. Yes. Yeah. So that's good. So now you know why I looked at you that way. 
Yeah, because you didn't understand. <laughs> because I'm an idiot is why. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but the truth is it's because I, I didn't think that all the way through myself. Um, the other thing that's going on is I think I'm going to redo the Secret Home Lab. Okay. So um, a lot of that stuff has been in there, or the, the main body of the lab, right? The lab changes and right. grows and shrinks. But the two main tanks in there are on, you know, a four-by-four aquarium store stand that I got 10 years ago because it was easy. How old's the right. glass? It's acrylic. Oh, okay. Um, and, you know, it's it's sagging a little bit, and it's never been really ergonomic or useful. It's right. just something to throw up because I've been using it. So I think I want to take some time and make it make it delicious. Uh-huh. And uh, so it'll probably end up being two about 100-gallon cubes on the top level or oh. on the medium wow. level. There'll be a stand up on the top. And then on the bottom, it'll be like six feet by 30 inches by 24 inches. And that one I want to do some uh, wave and flow experiments in. So it'll be three That's tanks what I was going to ask. What are you going to do with all of these? Uh, what's the next thing on so the, the, the list? One tank will end up with all the animals that I have that are just growing in there now. Clownfish. And yeah, and I've got a bunch of, a couple of uh, Magnifica anemones. No, Magnificas. I don't what anemones do I have? Not gigantic. Yeah, they're Magnificas. Okay. Um, uh, and I like those anemones very, so it'll be kind of an anemone tank. And then the other one I'm probably, I want to do spawning in. So coral, coral spawning. spawning. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been given talks about how we should do it right. at home. So I think uh, we'll talk about this another day. But like, I'm going to put a lunar cycle on the display tank and see if you can get them to go. Because off. just I the the LSM is on there. We might as well just right. see if can I get a spawn just from the lunar simulation. Um, I used your terminology I, there. I don't know if I you was good. That, I did you know, caught that. I go really off. You make me feel. You um, taught me that. Like. Like, like I taught you so to ago. go off. Yeah. Like like I'm the creepy guy behind the 7-Eleven <laughs> when you were 12. <laughs> or 6, depending on where you grew up. Oh. Um, so that, yeah, so that's the plan. So that's the start of, you know, when should I get that done? Maybe I'll maybe I'll work that out and do it in the spring. But it'd be good to redo are you building that all, Are you building the acrylic no, boxes yourself? No, no, I'm not going to do acrylic. I'm going to do glass. Oh, I like okay. glass much more than acrylic. And then I'll probably have the stand made. So that's the questions of... You know, do I do it out of uh, FRP? You right. know, do it out of plastic? Do I do it out of metal? FRP you know, stuff is really, really, really it's nice. nice. It's a little spendy, but it's really nice. Also, the eighty twenty stuff is really cool too. Yeah, so that, that's really I have I to get that built. Big fan of the eighty twenty stuff because yeah. you can use all sorts of little gadgets and stuff you can put onto the eighty twenty too. Yeah, as you as you as you grow, and then get the tanks made because right. you know, and then put that all together, and then swap it out in a day. Okay, so I get everything here. If if this is going to happen. Um, Everything's here and ready to go, prepped in the living room. And then we break everything down, put all the animals in tanks in the kitchen, rip everything out, put the new stuff in, and put the animals in. It's got to be done in one day. So who's the who's the uh, the wee lab assistant that you're Ben gonna, Johnson. I thought that's what you're ben going Johnson, to say. Ben Johnson, sponsor. Name drop. Of the pair. The, what is this podcast called? <laughs> the Skimmate, <laughs> Skimmate podcast. podcast. Come on, man. Uh, I don't know. I'm so drunk right no i'm not no gonna, no um no unless you're on your 25 calorie kombucha no ew <laughs> this is this is ginger beer baby. oh okay kombucha <laughs> it looks like one of those kombucha bottles yeah, i do like this uh i do like a good ginger beer but this has got nothing to do with reefing okay so there's some stuff going on we want to talk about yes yes there is uh kind of you know this is the things that are happening out there in the reef keeping world we bo- both of us watch the uh uh, Facebook goings-ons 
Uh-huh. <laughs> we do. Uh-huh. A and, lot. and also some of the forums. And forums and whatnot. I Reef to Reef. I use a Reef to Reef a lot, podcast lot less. Sponsor. Uh, that, we'll get onto the, the Reef to Reef thing because I got a whole other thing on Reef to Reef. Oh, my God. About. Making friends. Um, no, I love Dave. love Dave to death. Um, you killed Dave? <laughs> <laughs> That's not okay. No, Dave is, Dave's good. Uh, You're the one in mid-sentence. I didn't even say anything. I know. Well, I'm just... You just <laughs> Keep interrupting me. Um, and anyway, so so one of the things that's the things happening. That's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Rich man. This is why people love this podcast. I'm just it? letting you know this is, is one of the reasons I'm, they love I'm, it. I'm fucking with you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Uh, so one of the cool things I saw recently was a post out there by Dave Botwin. Dave's a cool guy, in Southern California. Southern California. Nice and Dave uh, is a serious control freak serious um you know gearhead with yeah, good all his aquarium gear um but grows just tons of corals has amazing fish i have not been to his place yet um but uh but i've seen pictures and i've seen some of the things that he does and outdoors he has these uh frag tanks outdoors yeah. as well which is incredibly difficult to do because you have all the other in- environmental things happening. You have, you know, the rains that we had two years ago or what have you. Can you imagine? I mean, mm-hmm. all of that water going into those tanks. Um, you've got the in- the the few months out of the summer that are just blazing in the San Fernando Valley, and African dusk uh, settling in there. Yeah. Oh, this right, gamma rays, tachyons. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Everything can happen, and he still grows all these amazing corals out there and, f- and fish in these tanks. Well. I, out on Facebook, I read this uh, post from him. He's like, "I'm, I, I need to clear out a bunch of space in my in my frag tanks, so I have a ton of coral. Anybody who's new in the hobby or needs to reseed a tank or had a problem or what have you, just come over and take whatever corals oh, you that's want." So out hip. Of this. And it was the neatest thing ever. And he added on there too, kind of a, I was like a little like a mafiosa kind of a way of thing too. He's like, "If you're gonna come here and take these corals and sell them, I'll know who you are." Good. I will hunt you down. Good. And you will. Because that's not what this is for. Because this is not what this is for. Absolutely. And I will find you, and you will regret that you ever thought about Spread doing this. Spread love. Because this well, is he about. He comes from a time, you know, in the early aughts. <laughs> okay. When frag swaps were swaps. Yes. Right? Where it was. I remember the big frag swaps we had up here. We were all. Well, they you know, still you do it that way here, right? And the bar still does it. You get tickets for the ones that you bring in, and I then you spend tickets to get. A uh, chance to pick corals off of a coral table. No, that, well, we used to. <laughs> yes, no, we uh, kind of. Yes, and that's what it's you're a supposed different to like pick version. No, but <laughs> uh, we uh, uh, used to do it where you would bring three corals. The first ones, where you bring three corals in, and then you just uh, you get a picking round, and then you pick corals. That's what they do at bar. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Oh, okay, then yes. <laughs> Say another simple idea. I will disagree with you, and then turn around and agree with you. Uh, uh, so yes, he comes from that era. Uh, as Bar you said. Bay Area Reefers, by yes. the way, that's the club. Yes, Bay Area Reefers. Another potential sponsor <laughs> of the Skimmy podcast. podcast. Um, so so I just thought that was a really neat thing. The way that he's like, just come on over. I've got tons of coral for you, and. On top of that, this is yet another one of these. We talked about this in the previous podcast. Like, oh, this reef, you know, the hobby is so expensive now. It's not like it used to be and whatnot. And if you want to go buy a coral, the corals are now $75. And that's a bunch of hooey, okay? Because there's tons of corals you can get for $5 at the stores. And then there are people like Dave who will give you corals. That's right. We used to call it the spirit of the swap. 
because oh. we were fighting people wanting to sell. Right. We're like that. We don't want people selling stuff. You could do that all year round. Did you put this flowers in the gun barrels too? We did. <laughs> we absolutely <laughs> did. And we faced down that tank in the square. <laughs> and we took some tear gas for it. But I think the world's a better place now. Oh, taking on the mm. man with your frags. Taking on all the men. <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. So all yeah, right. yeah. Be generous, right? I I agree. So many people help you all the time. Yeah, I mean, just I remember that that's what it is. It's not all about making a fast buck. No doubt, no doubt. It's about making a slow, sexy buck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know, but that's creeping me out but a little yeah, bit. <laughs> I, I hope it's creeping you out a lot. Um, so yeah, Dave's a good guy. He's doing that. He's keeping that spirit alive, and that's important. You know why? Everything does not have to pay you back. You'd be doing good in the world. Somebody somebody else will do something good for Dave. That's always good. Yep. I love that story. Thank you for sharing that with us. All right. Uh, I was going to tell you why uh, the ignore button yeah. or blocking people is so great. Let's hear it. It's the best thing in the world. So when social media started, or when I started in social media, it was really forums, right? In uh, right, the, all the early aughts on reefs.org. Oh, you're not talking about way back sponsor. to like the BBSs or anything like that. <laughs> I I List was serve. I was on hiatus from the hobby then. I didn't. I was gone from about '87 till about '02. Okay. Um, having a life, experiencing the world, juggling balls. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, uh, stuff and things, and uh, it always felt weird. To not listen to somebody online, to ignore somebody. Okay. Um, because you should have it to either just ignore them with your own mind or be able to engage them in a way that is. Change the channel. Useful. No, or be, you know, we disagree, but, but I can still talk to you. I, I should be able to be able to have some kind of. I should be good enough to be able to have a discussion Correct. with you, even if, you know, you're calling me a Nazi. Correct. Seriously. I've never done that. A serious... Yet. Because I'll call you a Nazi all the time, but I don't seriously call you a Nazi. Right. Negatively call you a Nazi. Right. Oh, we should really just talk about something else. Right. So That's why I keep saying right. It's occurred to me <laughs> you should say anyways, and that way I know <laughs> it means... Okay, so this uh, is a point where you want me to say anyways. So, so it, 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 I think that's changed a bit, or at least my perspective on it has changed. It's it's that if if if... If somebody is annoying me enough online to the point where I wouldn't want to be talking to them in my house, I don't really need them on my social media at all. This started on Facebook, clearly, with not politic people, but people who just wanted to fight instead of talk. Sure. So I, I, I have a very long block list because I decided, well, if I wouldn't want you in my house, I certainly don't need to talk to you here. So block. But... That started happening on a thread on Reef to Reef today with me. That somebody just kept coming at me, and I was using all my skills to calm it down. And anything I wrote, it was just R like, Rich's screw you. online jujitsu. Just <laughs> screw you. It was, everything was given the least generous interpretation. It right. Was, and I went, hey, there's an ignore feature here. <laughs> Click. Oh, this is so much nicer. And I used to feel bad about that, and I don't feel bad about that anymore. There's enough people out there. So when that happens, I, I don't use those uh, we for whatever reason. Everybody. So when you hit the ignore on that, does everybody else see their comments still coming at you and you just don't see their comments? Correct. Uh, if somebody quotes them, 
Right. So, so you just don't see their comments. And there's a thing at the bottom of the page that's a show ignored content, which okay. is actually a really nice part of that software. Um, but I- if somebody quotes them, it says you're ignoring this content, you know, that quote, uh-huh, yeah, and then yeah. you see the answer. I see. But you don't see their actual post. I see. Um, and it's great. I'm a big fan. That's Ignore and block. I, I, you know, I, I think that there's two ways to what I call change the channel. So I'm, okay. I'm a big fan of the, uh, y- if you don't like it, don't watch it, change the channel, don't listen to it, don't whatever, yeah. right? And I, and it's kind of the same way when I'm, when I'm online, if I encounter those kinds of people that after time and time again, that you just can't have a conversation with them as I'm skimming, I just skim right over them. So that's what. That's yeah. It's taken me a long time to, to think that there are people that I can't have a conversation with. That feels like a failing on my part. It makes me feel bad. Yeah. And I would. I, I don't want it to be like that, but I can't. But it's poison too. It's so. total poison. So yeah. No. I, how long did I take? I'm sure this guy didn't think about me except for type, Correct. type, type. Correct. And, I'm and, like and it's on your mind, and, yeah. You know, so. Because you care and you hear about the conversation yeah. and everything else. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know who he is. So. Gone. Dead to me. Dead to me. I think it should say the dead to me button. So if you're not hearing back from Rich, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's no. probably not a good thing. I think it became pretty clear. He probably ignored me, too. Yeah. Which is probably wise. Okay. I have another one that's not on Great here. Great story, Rich. Thanks for that one. Please bring more like that to the podcast. I haven't. Uh, well, I may be ignoring people. You're going off our list. A little. You're going to throw something in. It, it relates to the, the reef man. to reef. I want to. I'm, I'm circling back to the reef to reef. Oh thing. yeah, I want to know well, so how you're going to screw up our sponsorship. Com- <laughs> that's great. <laughs> uh, so I used to be really, really reef to reef engaged. Yeah. Okay. And it's because I had this little app called Tap a Talk. Tap Talk. Or tap talk, okay, and that's gone away on reef to reef. Ah, and I've let I've let Dave know in many different ways, and I let him know that basically everybody in our company as well um, engages now almost not at all um, because it was just so easy to make that engagement. Yeah, um, along with um, the the whole interface when you're online with this forum, and and I feel bad. Talk about feeling bad. I really feel bad lately that I haven't been engaging at all, really, in Reef to Reef like I used to. Oh, because it's just not, because it's it's not easy. It's not easy, and it's, um, it's more than not easy. It's super difficult because of all the colors and everything. I don't know if it's the colorblindness thing, you know, because it's harder for me to read certain things because there's all, you know. And when you did it in Tap Talk, yeah, it changes it's all it. monochromatic, and it's real simple, and it had the infinite scroll. So it, I don't know. Does that affect you at all? And I never used Tap Talk, so I don't know. So on the phone, you use just the browser interface to. I try not to do social media on my phone. Well, there you go. So there you go. So it didn't affect you. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, the reef to reef thing is. Uh, I hope that they find a way around that. So this is just my. Does shout it out not work with the upgrade they just did, or does they not. just he ha- he made a conscious decision to pull out support for ah. Tap Talk for a number of reasons. And uh, I, you and know, he says it's not making a difference in in their th- yeah, in thing, and it's fine. To. And uh, I disagree. I think it will make a difference because I think there there's enough people like me that you probably still would want to hear from to make the content good. And maybe that's my own personal ego, but maybe, I know the people maybe, at my office maybe. who don't have as big an ego as me that are also not. Engaging. Yeah, it's it's interesting uh, uh, because it it's it's a venue for you to provide feedback to. Those users of Reef to Reef who use your company's product, mm-hmm. and so now um, you're not going to do that as much. 
Right. Which is, you know, fine. They'll find another way to get to sure. you. But I use it for other things, too. I use it I mean, it's, it's outside the company stuff, too. I use it personally. I have a build thread on there. Oh, uh, right. So you're just not I, checking. I engage, I engage with other people. The, ho- the I find habit of coming in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so well, it'll be interesting to see if you f- figure out a way to do it or not. I, if, they, if they change the colored interface and make infinite scrolling. Aren't there... I thought there was a couple color interfaces. There are a couple, but they still have. They all don't these work weird really well for you. It's got all these badges on there and colored badges, and it just looks like a looks like a fruit salad when yeah. you're when you're on it. And it's yeah. Old man yells at cloud. Yes. It's Absolutely. moved on. Absolutely. The, the online forums which, have moved past you. Which sir. we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Frozen versus pellet. You want to do that flake. one? Okay. So you wanted to do it. That's why it's yes. on the list. Yes. I get asked this quite a bit. It's I don't know how often you get the, hey, how do you feed your tank? What do you feed your tank? Yeah. Uh, kind of question. But I get it a lot. And there's a big surge right now for a number of reasons in the frozen food area. Um, lots of frozen food being made. Lots of great stuff like LRS's food or Rod's food or you name it or the Calamus stuff. like um, You name it. I don't know that, that you brand. have. Yeah. And it's <laughs> I like when you just ignore me. Shut up, you It's also idiot. being pushed pretty hard by local fish stores, too. Frozen food? Yes. Because of efficacy, but also because there's great margin in it. Sure. I mean, it's an incredible amount of margin because the cost for how much you put in to how much you have to then go back and more, you get more and more. So when people ask me, hey, you know, especially when I had my 210, I rarely fed any frozen food unless it was something that I made myself. Most of the time, it was just pellet food. People come in and go, your reef is amazing. First question, what do you feed your reef? You know, and uh, I, d- I think that uh, for me, the frozen food thing is overblown right now. That's me. I think that it's that, 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 nice that to it's, have. It's, it's good, good. You should feed. It's good to feed them and everything. But, you know, spectrum pellets, for instance, I, my tank lived off spectrum pellets. I had super healthy fish, great corals. Because my belief, especially on the coral side, too, is it's, it's super fish Super healthy fish? Did you, like you were pouring uh, ick into the tank and they were like, ha ha, we are super <laughs> What does super healthy mean? Well, I, I mean. You, oh, I, it's probably just a, you're probably just adding a word. Correct. Okay. I am. I'm sorry to call you on that then. <laughs> you had you had super healthy fish. Yes. And and I didn't feed that much frozen food. And I certainly didn't feed frozen food that came from, you know, direct from the ocean. You know, we o- opened it up, never been frozen before this first time. All yeah. this What's your what's your thoughts on this? I just feed the tank. I uh, so I mean, I think there's enough quality foods now that there's enough quality foods. Um, you know, so I, how do I? If you could only feed, if you could only feed ten percent of your tank, because I just saw you dump a whole bunch of frozen food in. I yeah, saw the calendars we talked about in the last much episode. Many ma- much more foods going into that tank. <laughs> I saw the, the the cup up yeah. there. But if you could only feed ten percent uh, frozen, and the rest had to be flake or pellet, I feed a lot of flake. Would it? Would it? Uh, do you think your your reef would would suffer for it? I. No, yeah. I don't think it would. That's my belief as well. And I don't think it I like would, to feed a mix there's too. There's something though that you know the Calanus I use uh, for the MPS corals mostly. Okay. And the smell of it really gets them to oh. open, so that's important. The LRS is just good food, so I like to feed that a few times a week. It is. It's good food. And uh, um, you know, and then I use Hikari because I like the size. 
right. of the mice. And my fish and my corals seem to like it, and I feed a lot. So I'm feeding the tank, not the fish or the corals. But I find myself, you know, when I'm being lazy, uh, I feed a lot of flake food. I use the PE flake food, right. too, right. Uh, because uh, that's what I was I using. Maybe I'm a little bit weird, but I, 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 I feel a little bit for, the, again... Uh, the beginner reefers, expensive hobby, you know, all of this, and then if they're being more guilted into the frozen food to have great fish and corals, kind of thing. Oh, that's the problem with marketing. And <laughs> it's coming from a marketer, right? Oh, but I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but you, there has to be a balance because we have to have people come into the hobby. We have to have people be able to afford it. We have to have. Well, we we have all these things that ebb and flow. It's the same thing, you know. The bigger tank you can get, the better. Right. Right? But that's not necessarily true. Right. And so it, it gets into one of my pocket peeves or pocket ideas is the idea of, 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 of doing the thing du jour. Right. Reef recipes there's is no really what it is. Yeah. So there's, there's no, there's, you know, if anybody were to say, you know, it's important that you feed 30% this and 20%, you know, I'd want to, I, I, my eye would pop out. So, do you want to have a nano bubble stock then? Is that what you're I telling me? <laughs> oh, I, you know, I fr- that was your fault. I totally forgot about that. You shanghaied me into that. <laughs> that was so great. Ah, all right. We should put a link to that in the. You can put the link. Usually, I get the links, but you can do that. One. So, let's go to our question segment. How about that? Okay. Questions. 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 I, I need to learn these things better. You know, no, that's the wrong that's one. The old, that's questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh god you made me laugh with one of those that's terrible <laughs> question all right go there's two of them listed you oh you want me the to first go one. Well, i uh, did the last thing about why oh no you did the last one. i will i will i will pick the first one read it and then one. that way you can uh, answer it because it's probably more in your wheelhouse are you going to be really pedestrian and pick a or are you going to i'm going to be contrary and pick b i'm going to pick a but not because i'm pedestrian because i want you to answer it <laughs> shane bowman asks uh DSB, which means I think deep sand bed, yeah. versus bare bottom BB, yeah. uh, fish litter box or ticking time bomb. So, what do you feel about this? I'm gonna get his actual quote. He says, "What do you guys think about sand versus bare bottom?" Still not 100% sure on what way I'm going. Both you guys have sand, I believe. Don't trust what you believe. <laughs> Do you think it is really like a fish litter box or a ticking time bomb? You go first, then I'll go. Since I know both you guys are the right kind of lazy with sand, how often do you clean it? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> Just the way it's formed. <laughs> so I uh, I have a, uh, f- a faux sand bottom that then has a bunch of sand on top of it. Okay. Uh, and I added the sand for the wrasses, and because I kind of like the look of it as well, although... It's really not much showing around anymore. Um, but it's mostly for the wrasses, and there's not that much. And for a long time, there was really just a, a Tupperware container with sand tucked behind something that things would sleep in. Right. Um, so I, uh, A wrass hammock. A, a, a rammock. A, r- a r- <laughs> whammock? Whammock? Yeah, something like, like that. That's a r- bad. A rammock. So I don't know what you would call this. I would call it mostly a little bit of sand. Mine's deeper I, than that. I used to run a DSP. I do have, which I think is getting to Shane's question, I do have a remote DSP on this tank. Oh, okay, downstairs. That's I have right. a 20-gallon tank filled with sand. Okay. That was on for a long time, and then it was off for a long time, then I put so it back on. So there are animals living in there? Yeah. 
all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is it a ticking time bomb? No. I, I don't believe that. Uh, no, that I think I don't think they really need to be mixed. I think they can just sit there. I think you should have animals that go through it. I don't think That's you need key. to do it. That is the key, um, I think, um, to those people who manually think that they have to do that to kick up all of the detritus that collects in the sand and whatnot. You should have enough flow to There should be that enough happen. flow that, that helps. You should have um, a, a good, healthy collection of like spaghetti worms and whatnot that in any way live down there and are helping to consume that. You have animals like uh, like a diamond goby or you have the fighting conchs or things like that that are turning over the sand all the time. That's also super helpful. I like the look of sand. I like the fish that burrow in the sand. I like the animals that burrow in the sand. Um, I like, believe it or not, the sand shifting. I like some, you know, yeah. s- sometimes it's over it's cool. here, sometimes it's over there. It's very natural. Yeah, like mine's moving all the way back over in this corner now. I'm certainly not one of these people that that likes to have that, that uber clean sand bed I, th- I don't think it's natural anyway yeah. and so stuff hangs out kind of like yours you know on the bottom frags break off things happen whatever um, I don't think it's a ticking time bomb I think it's uh, you know I think it's part of having a nice tank bare bottom tanks work um, uh, I have not seen one that I've seen probably what I would say you don't like the aesthetics exactly I've seen probably what it would be considered the best looking bare bottom tank, which is the one at Worldwide Corals, where they have just massive amounts of corals that are um, that have pl- completely taken over the whole bottom of the tank. Worldwide Corals, a potential sponsor <laughs> for the Skimmy <laughs> Podcast. There you go. You listening, Lou? Uh, and and it's a it was a gorgeous tank. They're gonna be taking it down. Um, I yeah, because they're moving. They're moving. But uh, that's probably the 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 best example of one, and it's still not for me. No, that's it's fine. not the ocean. That's one of the best and things about the hobby. Absolutely. Is that is not um, true? So I think to Shane's question, I don't really think it's a ticking time bomb. You can get buildup of of noxious stuff, right? Um, and when it goes hypoxic, but that's only if you're digging around in the sand bed, right? You know, um, I don't really, I I don't, yep. I don't at all buy that it's a fish litter box, uh, because in the remote deep sand bed, I didn't do anything to it except put sand in it and then add water, right? And there's stuff, there's peanut worms and stuff in it. It right. just colonizes. Those are called peanut worms. Sure. Okay. And, uh, and even in that one, there's enough flow going through it that detritus doesn't collect on top of it. So, um, you know, and also in the tank, you know, I've got flow behind the rocks that I can move to, so I can storm behind the rocks and move everything out. And so I, th- I think if you've got enough flow, it should be fine. Flow is uh, number one in the tank, man. Flow yeah. is so, it just helps everything. So, All right, what's the next that question? Said, uh, that said, I'm not a fan of deep sand beds. Uh, DSB. Yeah, as far as a as DSB. A, as a DSB, I think, yes. I think uh, there's... For the purpose of being a DSB. I, unless you are a big fan of the animals that live in a DSB, I don't think you need, you should... I, I, I would rather have corals in my display and have a remote deep sand bed. Okay. Yay! Next question. Yay, us. Thank you for writing that in, Shane, by the way. That is very nice of you. Ian, Ian Mode writes, um, how do you do temperature and humidity control? Is that what he wrote? He just wrote temperature and humidity control in a reef room. Okay. Oh, but I guess what would you like us to talk about? So I'm going to make it just as a quick answer for this because it, it, it really isn't that difficult to do. Um, yeah. Uh, the easiest way to do it is to have some form of a controller like an Apex and hook up a uh, humidistat yeah. to the switch inputs uh, on the controller, the the basically the dry contact switches, so that uh, you set the humidistat for the humidity level that you want to trigger a fan to come on and off. 
and, yeah. and you plug that fan into the apex outlet. And when the humidity goes above that level, it's going to close or open that uh, that circuit and tell the um, the controller to turn on the fan in the room. And that's really the simplest way. You can get a digital humidistat for less than 50 bucks. So let me ask you this question. Why don't you just leave the fan on all the time? Well, one reason not to do that would be, uh, again, if you're, you're, you're pulling cool air from somewhere, right? And, uh, it, you know, you've got temperature issues because of that. Wait, you're exhausting air. Correct. You're, but it has to be pulled from somewhere. So I don't know where it's being pulled for, depending on where your fish room is. Yeah. Um, so because you can't just exhaust the air without it being pulled in from somewhere. Okay. <laughs> um, and and there's, that, so there's that element. And then there's just the electricity cost of running a fan all the time, especially if it's an exhaust fan on a, on a, on a room. That's um. probably one of the reasons. And there's noise oh. for some people. Yeah, so okay. I mean, some people want to turn them off and on. And if you want to do it off and on, that's the way. Now, if you want to measure humidity um, and have it come up on something like an apex, that's a lot more complicated question that I'm not... Yeah. The answer here. So I uh, poked a hole in the side of the house, and there's a hole that goes down that the plumbing comes through mm-hmm. that I actually sealed up that I have to unseal a little bit. But uh, and that and I just put a room fan on it, and it just blows out that hole all the time. Okay. Um, I would do it differently now, uh, because I found these other fans that we'll link to. So downstairs under, mm-hmm. um, I've. Found it. I I used to do the same thing. I found it very important to have um, ventilation downstairs because it's the foundation of the house. Yeah, absolutely. This will just screw up this room in the bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I used to put a fan on one of the uh, spaces. You know, the one of the grates that are around the sides of your houses, right? Right. And then that would rust, and then the fan would rust, and I replaced the fan. And then I found these cool exhaust fans that are rated to be used as exhaust fans. Uh huh. and so you do a little bit of ducting, and it's much more efficient at moving the, the air out. So um, there's a six-inch version and a four-inch version. Well, yeah, you're pulling the humid air directly from the source, right? Yeah, instead of having it draw right. over. over. Well, it's kind of directly because there's a you know it's ten feet long down there. So, but but it's definitely a much more of a suction. Right. That's happening right, right now. Then, and it's a it's a cool fan. And actually, I'm going to use uh, one of those fans probably. I have an evaporative cooling as well, mm-hmm. both on the tank and under the house. I need to get one of those. And then. these the the four inch one puts out a nice jet of air. Right. Right which is what I want blowing over the surface of the water, right. not a big diffuse thing. Right. So uh, we'll probably move to that. We'll put a link to that fan. Yeah, it's People have been using those fans, but I never thought of them till recently. They're cool. They're not very expensive, like 60 bucks. And That's um, a, yeah. the 6-inch runs uh, 400 cubic feet. How many watts they use? Um, you know? Three. I don't know offhand. <laughs> I, I don't. You wish. I don't know offhand. I don't, but I, could okay. I might be able to tell you in about a second. Okay. He's telling. He's pulling up Amazon I've now. Got so it they, here. They are an Amazon product, probably Prime available. It looks like a jet engine, is what it looks it like. It does. And the difference between the six inch and the four inch is the cowling. Oh, okay. <laughs> Otherwise, it's the same. Same motor. It's the same motor and the same fan. Interesting. I don't see wattage. Okay. Well, you can look it up later, and you guys can look it up on the page. But ah, here we go. Fifty-nine watts for the four inch. Oof. Okay. Is that a lot? Depends on how how See, well it that's cools. Why, that's why I was asking the other question. Depends I on think how well if it you're going to so spend you 50 bucks on a humidistat, 
but then it's well, again, 40 bucks on that. 60 bucks. I mean, 60 watts, okay? So that's 24, uh, 24 hours a day that you're running it, okay? So that works out to, I don't know, maybe 15 bucks a month. That's what it costs to run it 24-7. Okay. <laughs> I, think, I think you should do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I look at everything on my tank like as a dollar and cents of what it's costing like me because it. PG&E is just, it's Cause so damn, much. Stick it to the man. It's the man, My yes. name is Terrence, and I will <laughs> I go. will spend an inordinate amount of time doing math rather than just paying you and going on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> Just impressing I you with my math I can afford a reef skills. tank, but I want to save this money. <laughs> Nancy! <laughs> Nancy! Okay. No, that's interesting. Uh, cool. Yeah. Humidity is important. Remember Mr. 4,000-gallon tank? Remember him? You remember that? That was like a long time ago when I got back into it. He had a 4,000-gallon tank in his house. Did not put uh, a ventilation fan on it. Oh, my. Yeah, and it just, just destroyed Done. everything. And he's... Had to take it down, and he was gone forever. He just oh left. Yeah. So that that was drilled in me pretty early. So when I put this thing in here, hole in the side of the house. Right. Right away. Right away. All right. You now know, you had something this exciting, is exciting to talk about. Hey, why not finish a great podcast with a discussion of dead fish? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's what everybody wants to hear. Yeah, like the Romans. So in my... In, in my in, in the last podcast that we just did last week. Good, <laughs> good. When you were wearing different clothes. <laughs> when I was wearing different clothes. I just wash the same outfit for every time I record. Okay. The the part of the discussion went to this uh, saving our hobby, right? Making sure that we're going to be around when people who don't understand what it is that we do. or yeah, That's that something we're always going to be talking about because the hobby is under bizarre threats. Correct. Real threats... Whatever. If if it was like, hey, you're killing the planet well, for real, Hawaii, sure. But Indonesia, all of them, and w- one of the biggest um, uh, arsenals that that has been used against us, my opinion, are these vast pictures of dead fish, mm. and. It, there's been some that you've seen that have been outside of fish yeah, the wholesalers, five hundred tanks or collectors, in or the, yeah, the five hundred tanks, um, or whatever number was. But it is a of myself and a couple of people that I work with. It is a pet peeve for us that we hate to see this in social media, and the reason we hate to see it in social media is because we understand the context, mm. but we know everybody else doesn't understand the context. And I'll put it this way. If you um, uh, if you accidentally ran over your cat, you probably wouldn't stick it on Facebook and show everybody it laid out on your driveway. Do you, okay? do you know and me? And go, okay, I'm, <laughs> I'm speaking in generalities here because, yes, of course <laughs> you would. You would strip it of all of its meat, put its bones on display on oh the man. next Halloween, okay? Uh, not Halloween, like the next day. Okay. So, but I think you get my point. Okay, is that if these are our pets and they do mean something to us and we they also become fuel for people to hate us for doing it, okay? And if we wouldn't do that with our hamster, our cat, our mouse, whatever it would be, most people would not do that. We probably should refrain from this as much as possible. We can have the discussions, we can discuss having problems, but giving them the actual giving the visual. Give them the actual visual. 
and allowing them to build up an arsenal of all of the people this happens to, and then, and then to really make it <laughs> the worst that it can be, in my opinion, to have what would be the top ten guy in the hobby put out the same thing, call him the ten, uh, Sanjay, okay? Put dead fish out on you know on Facebook recently, and he wants to know why they die. They're super beautiful, awesome, expensive fish, and rightly so, and for good reason. He put that post out there, but I think it's such powerful ammunition for those that hate us, because here you have the person who gives talks on how to have aquariums, gives goes around the world and is looked at as a luminary, as a person that can tell you how to do this and the way it is, and if this person cannot keep his fish alive and has to go and ask other people how to do it, we clearly have a problem. And that's how it will be couched. You won't think that way, okay? I won't think that way when I look at it, but I'm telling you, if I'm on the other side, because this is what I do, Rich, right, is I position things, right? And if I'm positioning somebody else, I'm going to use that. And I'm going to use everybody else who's doing it, and it's clearly, what's the reason to keep these things? Because even the most intelligent guy in the world in keeping fish can't keep them alive. And when he a you ask him, he's like, I don't know. Yeah, so so you've said some things I agree with and some things that make Let's me go squint a whole lot. Okay. Uh, um, I can see the idea of there being, uh, of not liking the images of the dead fish being put out just from a, sp a purely PR point. Uh, where you lose me is the idea, I think it's critically important that everybody who comes into this hobby knows they're going to kill stuff. Okay. And I think when we hide that too much, people come into the hobby and have an incorrect idea about what it's going to be like. Okay, and I think that that then generates people who turn around and leave the hobby and have a really bad taste of it in their mouth because they didn't realize it was going to be hard and they didn't realize stuff was likely going to die. And then they go and they talk to other people they know and they say, that's a really shitty hobby. We shouldn't do that because I couldn't do that. I'm a smart person. And everything died. Right. So can I can I respond? No. And that was the Skimmate podcast with Rich and Terrence. <laughs> I, I I I see where you're coming, but you don't need to show the images to have I that discussion. Gave, I gave you okay? that. Right. I, I kind of gave you, you that. kind of gave me that. Okay. Yeah. The uh, you know the the second point of it is maybe I am good with losing those people at the you know at the benefit of not losing the entire hobby due to the PR side. So I the, you know if I don't believe I don't believe what you're going to say that we're going to lose those people because I still think you can have the discussions without the pictures and still get it across to people that you they're gonna, that they're going to lose fish and we're not hiding it we're just not helping well, the I others. Well, uh, saying simply that you know uh, I would like to see fewer pictures of dead fish out there because um, it can be used against us. That I can that I can kind of get behind. That I can see. The the rest of it, I uh, if Chip, do you know who Chip Foose is? Sure, okay. he's the car guy. Okay, good. Yeah, I know stuff. So if Chip Foose goes out and and is encouraging people to do DIY car work and things of this nature, 
and he himself builds uh, cars and kills you know his entire family building a car and shows all of that out there. You're going to look at it and you're not. You're going to think there's no way anybody can possibly do this these things, these do-it-yourself things. Simply but because that's a, that's, a, that's not I, a, that's. A I, I'm 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 saying that it is a it is an emotional reaction. It has nothing. It has absolutely nothing to do with reality. It's the other. It's another side of people looking at it and going, if the smartest guy doing this, okay cannot be successful and in fact actually is showing us that it, that this is what happens when you keep fish then think of all the people who aren't as smart as him and how much and yeah this is going away and they should stay out of the, the hobby see I, I come at this from the from the cephalopod background uh, which is even worse well they die fast anyway well but but why should we tell people that because you know we don't want to really dwell on the that these animals die in a year. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree to disagree. That it's completely different with this. It's it, I I I see it completely differently simply because it's an it's an image from the smartest guy out there or one of the smartest guys out there that can't get it right, and that's yeah. how it's couched. Simply that. Yeah, I I, I don't know if I can I, if okay. I can join you on that because I th- I I would I I think. Well, you know me. I, I like a lot of honesty, a lot, a lot, a lot of straightforwardness. I like the idea. I also could have had that same discussion without the fish. Without the picture, I already gave you that. That I, that I think I can understand the picture not right. being there. But the reason for the picture is, hey, people who do this, who are smart, do you see something I'm not seeing? Because I looked at the picture and, and I had the same thing that some other people said. I went, the fins are frayed. That might not have anything to do with anything. But, but uh, yeah, I, I guess just any time you're going to intentionally try not to show something, that makes – I'd rather, I'd rather be on the side of that there's nothing to hide because we understand that this is part and parcel of the process – than of having the bad guys being able to go, but you're hiding this. But, you know. Okay, okay. I can, you know, we're going back and forth. I think there's no clean answer to this one. This is why I like this podcast. Really? I thought it was because uh, you're No, I do, it. because I think this is, I think. <laughs> it's not because you're on it? Look, when you when we first talked about doing a podcast, no, yeah. I'm, seri- I'm being serious, really serious right oh, now. Okay, I'm sorry, when, I'm being a dick. When we first talked about doing this, you mentioned to me, that uh, the Very Wizards, what is it? Very Bad Wizards. Very Bad Wizards uh, podcast, which I've listened to a few episodes of already, and um, most of it I like. And what you had said was, hey, they did this because they wanted to be, these discussions they were having, for instance, at a bar, they wanted you know, to be able to see if people yeah. could listen into this. And somebody even commented on one of our, our videos or on podcast or what happened uh, a month or so ago, the same thing. It's like, this is like what, gets talked about like a magna or something these talks just to kind of happen at tables and whatnot uh, to be able to to sit in on this kind of a conversation that you and i are having without coming to hey you don't convince me i don't convince me but it's interesting talk that's what the podcast like this is about well you you know what it's likely we could get grief just for talking about that the animals are dead sure yeah no i i get that yeah but i i i I, I will flip around and go, I, I can see wanting to not put a lot of pictures of dead stuff out there. What I, you know, what I wish people spend the but more time on is the good in the world stuff about having the aquariums and spend more of those kinds of posts if they're going to have posts. But, hey, one guy can wish. 
Can he? Can he really? <laughs> can he? <laughs> can he? <laughs> oh man, Rich! I think we re- reached the end of this one. I think we have, and it's uh, yeah. Oh, I hope everybody's timing. enjoying the podcast I and hope the so discussions. Too. Uh, and if you are, share them with your friends. Share them with your reef keeping friends. Share them on social media. Share the links. Go to the website uh, at skimmate.com. Sure. And if you agree with us or disagree with us, let us know. Yeah. If there's stuff that you'd like to be talked about. Let let us know. If there's, uh, we're probably gonna have guests at some point. Yes. So if there's somebody you'd like to be on this, even if it's you. And I think next time we'll be at my place, maybe. Maybe. Or or at Aquatic Collection. We'll see. Another hey. potential sponsor. All right. For so. the Skimmate Podcast. I like it. I get all So that's it for now, guys. Until the next Skimmate Podcast, you're Rock on. Keep it wet, everyone. Keep it wet. <laughs> with Rich and Terrence. Trying out new taglines every episode. Keep it wet, yo. I thought it was just, I just like it's delicious. It's delicious. It oh, is so okay. delicious. All right. We'll keep that one. Till next time, I'll have a different shirt on.